This is a Poets and Writers page one author reading. To hear more, visit us at pw.org forward slash multimedia or at soundcloud.com forward slash poets and writers. Boomer, Autumn 2016. By mid October, he had forgotten what day it was. His team set prescribed burns. They pulled back tons of underbrush, cleared out the carpet of leaf litter and ripe tinder from miles of home ground. Masks covered their faces, so they spent entire days in woods they had hunted since childhood, nodding and signaling to each other, like pitchers and catchers. Sparks multiplied. Larry worked. Above Highway 9, he helped cut dozer lines in the dusty earth to stop the front marching down from the north. He corralled volunteers, surveyed, soaked the ground. Blazes foomed up like signals from the peaks, and the sky for fifty miles in any direction was a low tarp of ash. Volunteers streamed in, and October tumbled quietly out of control. The governor released the National Guard. FEMA set up evacuation stations up and down the Blue Ridge. None of this made the news. When he could get away, Larry would drive home, shower, eat, crash. In his sleep, he heard the thrum of helicopters making retardant drops. He switched from day shifts and went out in the night. Not that it mattered. Either way, he was gone for days at a time. He saw less and less of his wife, who still did not ask about the fires. He slept while she was awake. He fought fire while she slept. Night work suited him. He could see the enemy and nothing else. He could focus. Larry fought for Hollow Rock every night through November. The teams were just barely staying ahead of the threats, which were legion, fierce, and scattered. First, they prayed for rain. When rain didn't come, they prayed for smoke, the death of wind, a cold fog to choke oxygen, douse sparks. Instead, the clear fall weather gave the blazes air, feeding every small hell. The forest went cinematic at night, and lit slithers of amber inched in chiaroscuro through the trees and blackness. Millions of orange cinders floated around Larry perpetually in the dark. Fire likes to jump, to send out emissaries. Each night, more ignited dander and duff, leaves, twigs, campsite detritus, swirled and arced over the ditches they dug, and above the pocked, disused logging roads they used as markers and lines of defense. Embers burned bright and small, like sprites carrying the news of fire. Larry watched them with his mouth open. He wheezed inside his mask, his breaths echoed and pulled hotly on his upper lip. Even masked, he could taste the firebrands in the scorched air. They were lighted wicks, uncandled, unbound tendrils eating themselves. They passed delicately in front of him, seeking hosts, filling his view as they yearned across every thwarting gap. When it was quiet... When no one was shouting, Larry heard the trees recoil. Branches crackled. Trunks creaked and flinched from the bite of flame. Most of the embers burned themselves out, dissipating into charred vapor. Some he swatted or stomped. The ones he couldn't reach, the few that caught a wind, 
continued on in the thick ether above the forest, eventually coming to rest on fresh, dry victims in the distance.